Hello, friends. Welcome to the Courage and Clarity podcast. This is the show that is designed to help online business owners earn a meaningful living doing something they love. I'm your host, Steph Crowder, and I am a life and business coach who's been helping literally thousands of people figure out how to first uh, get their offers out there in the world, learn how to sell them, and then how to make them sustainable, even when things feel messy, even though there's no roadmap for this stuff. Not really. There's best practices, there's ideas, there's strategy. But on this podcast, we explore what it really takes to earn a living doing something you love, designing your life in a world that tries to tell us how it's going to be. If you're listening to this show, then you are my people because you are someone who wants to take the bull by the horns and figure out how to take matters into your own hands and build the life that you actually want. And you're interested in creating work in the world that creates a ripple effect, not only for yourself and your family, but also for the customers and clients whose lives you get to change. So thank you for being here. I am thrilled to have you with me on this journey. Now, for today's episode, I'm really excited about this one. We're talking about four steps to reverse engineer a 12-month plan. So if you have been listening lately, you know that we're doing a bit of a series here that is leading up to my very popular training that I do every single year called Year on the Wall. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm at Hey Steph Crowder. You can just with one quick glance see that I have these big old calendar pages on my wall with different colored post-it notes. Now, every single year in the month, usually the first Monday in December, we get together on Zoom and I teach you how to build yourself a color-coded cal- color calendar system that brings the next 12 months into such clarity and also is, has the built-in flexibility to allow life to do what life does, which is throw us curveballs. Today's episode is going to touch on that a little bit as well because I know that's a big question, right? Does it make sense to plan a whole year when it's just going to go off track? Like, what's the point of that? We're going to get there. But I would love to invite you to this training. I have had almost 1,200 people go through this training over the years. It is beloved. If you've taken it before, I always change it up. It is never the same twice. I have planned my wall. It's all done. So I can tell you that I'm doing it a little bit differently than ever before. Certainly the tried and true bits are going to be intact, but I always bring a fresh perspective. And if nothing else, you walk away with 2024 all up on your wall and you get to just go enjoy the holiday season, walk back into your office in January, and you know exactly what you're doing. So join us. Come get your ticket. It's only 47 bucks, and you can go to yearonthewall.com, get yourself registered, and I can't wait to see you there. So like I said, today's episode is called Four Steps to Reverse Engineer a 12-Month Plan. Now, of course, this is the work that we do in Year on the Wall. So we're going to go deep, deep, deep into how we actually do this in the training. For today, I wanted to address some of the common questions I get and also help you determine if doing Year on the Wall would be a good fit for you. And then I'm going to give you the four steps at a high level, just so you kind of know what you're in for in terms of how we do it when it comes time to actually go to the wall and start putting up the post-it notes. Because I always say the Year on the Wall training is about so much more than pretty post-it notes. Of course, that's an added benefit is that it looks really cool and people will come into your house. They'll be like, what? 
what is that on your wall? And you get to tell them, that's my plan. By the way, you don't have to do 12 months on your wall. I actually don't right now in my office. I do six months. Some of my clients do three months. Some of my clients even just do it on a desktop paper calendar or Google calendar. It's not about the calendar. It's really about the system behind it. And so when we dive into this system, uh, it's important to have done some of the work leading up to it that makes it so powerful. So in the previous two previous episodes, we talked about that. We talked about the first step, which is helping your goals for the next year just come really, really clear and you'll resonate with them and, and you'll you'll actually love your goals. For some of you, you're thinking that is absolutely not true. I hate goal setting. Great. No worries. I developed this because I don't like traditional goal setting and it never worked for me. This is what works. So you can listen to that episode. And then we also talked about the money side of things and why I believe it will always be part of year on the wall is figuring out what are the funds that will fund your dream, whether that's your dream life, your dream business, both, both of those things. And so that leads us to the plan itself. So we're going to get into what those steps are. And first, I just want to address that question that I mentioned at the top of the episode. Does it make sense to plan a whole year when your life is just going to go off track? Like what's the What's the point of that, right? Isn't isn't it going to just, you know, throw us too many curveballs that we're going to spend this time and this money going through a year on the wall and then by the first week in January, it's like doesn't even make sense anymore? It's such a good question and it's probably one of the top questions that I receive about year on the wall. I want to share this loud and clear. Doing year on the wall, planning your whole year in advance is not trying to control the next 12 months, right? We know better than that, okay? You and me, my friend, we've lived through a pandemic. Uh, I'm a mom of two young kids. Maybe some of you out there are parents, I'm sure. I know better than to control life. This is not about trying to beat all of the outside circumstances into submission. It's also not about beating ourselves into submission. It's not about, you know, I'm just gonna work myself harder when life gets harder. That's not what it is either. This might seem counterintuitive, but my experience tells me over years at this point that when that actually the act of having a plan is exactly what you need when life does go off track, when the shit hits the fan, so to speak, right? You're going to want to plan in those circumstances. Because you and I both, my friend, my listeners, I know you've been through really tough stuff. A random Tuesday, you get the call. Something's happened. A kid needs you. Your parents, your aging parents need you. Um, You lose the job. Your partner loses the job. Whatever it is that happens, those are not the moments. Those stressful moments are not the moments when you want to be choosing what you're doing with your time and energy, right? You don't want to be making decisions about your life when your nervous system is in fight or flight, when you are in survival mode. When we're in survival mode, we will just start reacting to life. And that makes sense. That's what we need to do in those moments, right? It's sort of like, all right, let me get us like assess the situation. Let me just sort of like take life as it comes, right? And while there's 100% a time and place for that, I think so many of us get stuck in survival mode long after the danger has passed. And so now you're going through your life reacting to everything, whether it's the email inbox, the letter that just came in the mail from the IRS, the phone call from your kid's school to say that they're not on track, like 
just kind of going through your day, waiting for stuff to happen, and then reacting to it. We just get in the habit of waiting for the stimulus, and then we give our response. It is a radical act of rebellion, (laughs) I believe, to say, I'm not doing that, that I'm actually going to be proactive with my time and my energy, even though I know things are going to happen in the next 12 months. Like you guys, let's just plan on it. I guarantee it. Multiple things are going to happen in the next year that you cannot foresee. But that is actually, to me, that's all the reason to double down on getting clarity about what matters now, right? So that when you are needed, when you're in the trenches, you already made the decision about what matters most. You can let the other BS fall away. You made your most important decisions when you built your year on the wall. Now all you have to do is figure out how to take the steps. You don't want to be trying to strategize in the trenches, right? You want to be responding and adapting absolutely as the landscape of the battlefield, so to speak, shifts. But think about it. The strategy is built in the war room, right? This is our war room, my friends. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have to pivot and be nimble and be scrappy. We are. But that fact doesn't let us off the hook in terms of having a strategy, right? It doesn't make any sense. Like another analogy that I thought of for this, it was like, imagine that you have been in a car accident Do you say to yourself, I'm not going to wear my seatbelt anymore because I got in a car accident even though I wore my seatbelts and I got hurt, right? To me, that's like what we're doing when we say I'm not going to make a plan because my life went off track last year. No, you're still going to wear your seatbelt, right? And you're going to hope that you don't get in the accident. But if you do, aren't you going to be glad that that thing held you in place? That is what I see as the power of having my year on the wall. It changes. And guess what? I move those sticky notes around. Have you noticed I don't write on my calendar in pen or even pencil? I originally started with the sticky notes, not because they're pretty, but because I can move them. Because I can move them. This is a flexible, we've always said about year on the wall, it is a guided yet flexible system. So the power of a plan, people think it's restrictive. When the reality is, it's actually what sets you free. Let me say that again. The power of a plan is that people think it's restrictive. People think that what you're saying is, I must do this and I will only do these actions. There'll be no room for fun and and there's no room for spontaneity. That's what people perceive sometimes when the reality is it is having a plan is actually what sets me free. Being clear on 2024 is actually what frees up my time. Let me give you an example. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen this. My, I, I'm a big fan this year. I have fallen in love with like, the fantasy romance genre. If you know, you know, A Court of Thorns and Roses, those types of books. And so some of you out there I know because we talk on Instagram have been awaiting the launch of this book called Iron Flame. And it is the sequel to a book called Fourth Wing. And we've all pre-ordered it and we're all ready and we're so excited. And I've been just like dreaming of reading this book by my fire outside since I pre-ordered the book back in the summertime. So now the book is here. It came this week. And today I was able to sit on my porch after my kids were in school, even though I'm in the middle of a launch, even though I am posting on social media every day, sometimes multiple times a day, writing emails every day, recording two podcasts a week. Oh, and by the way, coaching 22 clients in my mastermind. 
even though I have all of this on my plate, I still had time to sit and read today. Why? It's because I know what is mission critical in my business and I don't do the rest. I let go the things that don't matter. I have so much clarity on what needs to be done. So I and the truth is I work hard. I'm not going to I am not going to mince words about that. It's not easy. It's not you know, it, it might be simple, but it's not easy. I work hard more almost every single day. I probably, t- you know, I probably put in at least a few hours on my business six days a week, maybe five, never seven, but five to six days a week I'm working. At least some. I don't work full days. I, I'm the type where I come in and I work three to four hours hard, head down, and then I'm done. And I know exactly what to do in those three to four hours. And that is because everything is driving towards my overall plan. You see, with you're on the wall, we are going for progress and purpose. That's what I want you to think of when you think of you're on the wall. The goal is not for everything to go according to plan because it won't. It absolutely won't. What I want for you in 2024 is two things. One, I want you to know what you're driving towards and why. I want you to feel so much purpose in your life and in your business. I want you to be clear on what matters to you. I want you to know the dollars that are going to get you to your dreams and to your clients and your customers' dreams as well. That's the purpose side of things. I also want you making progress, 1% better every day. I want you to know what you need to do month over month, week over week, day to day in order to see that progress. I know that the idea of progress over perfection is probably cliche at this point, But 100%, it's the truth with you're on the wall. It's not about the plan going 100% perfectly. It is about pivoting and it is about making progress. And we optimize for all of that. So I want you to know if you're someone who does love planning, a lot of you I know are like me and you've bought like every paper planner over the, like under the sun. You've probably bought other planning courses like you might just feel like you always are buying planning stuff or you're always asking yourself, like, how do I make a better plan? I want to just bring up a couple things that I think are what I'm calling plan red flags. Okay. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, I kind of know how to plan. Like, I think I might be good. I want to ask you this. Does your plan feel too restrictive? Okay. This is one of the problems I see. So the plan is too restrictive. The plan falls apart if anything goes wrong. This looks like over ambitiously scheduling our time over ambitiously choosing goals and essentially building a plan that only works if we're 100% at our best every single day. If your plan is making you feel restrictive, if you look at your plan and you're like, oh my gosh, like it's, you know, I'm excited about it now, but like I know that I'm going to fall off in the first few days because this is really tough to maintain. It almost reminds me of an eating plan that says like you cannot have dessert ever and you cannot have red meat or whatever the like just cutting things out the truth of the matter is when you have health goals it doesn't have to feel restrictive right there's ways that you can accomplish pretty much any health goal without it feeling overly restrictive i'm not saying it's going to be easy but it shouldn't feel restrictive okay and on the flip side another plan red flag is it shouldn't feel too loose It shouldn't feel like, yeah, you know, I have a number for next year. I'm not really sure how I'm going to get there, but like that's kind of what I've got, right? Because then then what I find when people are too loose is they don't have the clarity around what they should be doing on a month-to-month basis, okay? So I want you thinking about your Goldilocks plan. We are going to build your Goldilocks plan. It's going to be this balancing act between not restrictive, not too loose, 
just right. Okay. Guided flexibility, progress, and purpose. That's what we're doing with Year on the Wall. So let's talk about the four steps. One of my favorite things that we do in Year on the Wall, and I think it's really every one of everyone's favorite things, is reverse engineering a 12-month plan. This is really where the rubber meets the road, right? This is where we get to really start to see the magic of Year on the Wall coming together visually. This is where we go to the wall and we get our post-it notes, which, by the way, there's four different color post-it notes, and they all designate something different on the calendar. This is the beauty. You get to just look at it. You like I walk into my office and I can look at it and I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing because these visual cues of the colors remind me of the decisions that I made when I was in the planning process. The visual cues of the colors remind me. It's like just like a little reminder, like a little memory jog of what I'm supposed to be focused on and it informs my day-to-day behavior. So let's get into the steps. All right. So the first one is, and this I love talking about this. I'm trying not to talk about it too much here because we're going to go into it quite a bit in the training. But this one is big. This one is huge. We start with your life. Okay. Before, And let me also just back up and say, Year on the Wall was designed with entrepreneurs in mind because I am one. And that's when I built it is for myself as an entrepreneur. That being said, we will talk about different ways that other people who are not entrepreneurs, we've had stay-at-home moms, we've had career folks, we've even had college students um, use Year on the Wall and adapt Year on the Wall to fit their needs. So we do take it through the lens of entrepreneurship, but it really, like, I've been amazed at how many different people have come to the training. If you're listening to this and you're if you're not an entrepreneur or you're not yet um, and you want to use it for other parts of your life, you absolutely can. I just ask like what's going to help you is to think to yourself, how does this apply to me? You're going to have to come with that mentality of making it apply to you. And lots of people do that. Okay, so thinking of it for a moment through the context of entrepreneurship, before we ever put a plan on this on this calendar in terms of the money that you're going to make and the offers and the social media and all the stuff. Some people are really surprised to hear me say that we're actually going to start with your life. So I like to call this a life first approach because around here, we talk about building a lifestyle business, right? If your business is robbing you of your ability to to enjoy your life, we're doing something wrong, okay? You want to build a business around the sweetness of your life, around the dream of your life, not the other way around. Your business can flex and flow around showing up however it is that you need to show up. For example, my kids' days off, I always put those on my calendar. I plan around them. It's also family vacations. It could look like anything. I've had clients who don't ever want to work on Fridays. Whatever the case may be, we're going to start with that. And by the way, all of that is anchored from your vision. So we do vision casting as our first step. So you can, this is why it's so important. This is why people like to skip it, but this is why it matters. When we go to the wall, you want to make sure you're building a plan that is going to make you feel like you're actually growing in the direction of your dreams. We don't want to build you a ladder that's leaning against the wrong wall. Okay. So we start with a life first approach. You're going to schedule your life first, and that's going to come from your vision. The second step is we have to know the math to your dreams. So we need to know your overall number for the year. And spoiler alert, I don't want you pulling it out of thin air. You don't just say, hmm, 500K sounds good. 200K sounds pretty good. Nope. In the episode uh, before this one, we talked about money and how we come up with three key numbers 
that you need to have in your business to know what number you should even be striving for in your business. So you're going to get that number. And then we're going to just, I mean, that's just this step is knowing the math to your dreams. So once we've identified our three numbers, our minimum viable income, our happy number and our stretch number, I teach you how to develop all of these in your individual situation. When you come to year on the wall, once we have that number, we can extrapolate it over the 12 months and boom, you know exactly how much you need to bring in over the course of 2024, right there. Then in step three, we're going to figure out how the math breaks down in your offers. So when you have your number, you can start to be say, okay, what are, what are my offers? So I've got my number. I know what I need to do the next year. What offers do I have? Do I have one key offer? Do I have two? Like, how do I make money in my business? And by the way, if you are a freelancer and you have income from that or you have a spouse and they make an income, that's all going to go into this pot to help us figure out what like it's like a this is where it starts to become a puzzle of figuring out which pieces are going to bring in which amount and how does how do we make it add up to your success this part is so fun i love helping people figure out how to break that math down what should the offers be what is realistic all of those pieces are step 3 and once you once you have that you really have a lot of your year on the wall already cuz you'll start to ask yourself okay if this is if here's my number here's how it breaks down. Now, what do I need to do over the next 12 months to actually fill those offers? How am I filling those offers? That's the next step is figuring out how do those offers get filled? Um, Like, what are we doing over the course of the 12 months to bring people into those offers? So that's the fourth step is where will the people come from? So this needs to be represented in your plan as well. What will you do each month to find the people? You've got the offers and that's great. And let's say you know that you have an offer that you need to get 30 people into over the year. It's not enough to just say, okay, if I get 30 people, boom, I make my number. You have to also figure out, like it's not just going to happen by magic. You have to figure out where are those people coming from? Where am I going to get my 30 people? What are the actions that I need to take on a monthly basis that are going to help me get to my 30. And we represent that on the calendar as well. And there you have it. Before you know it, you've got your your 12-month plan reverse engineered. We started with life. We figure out the math to your dreams. We figure out how the math breaks down into your offers. And then we figure out where the people are going to come from. And that comprises your 12-month plan. I teach you exactly how to make the visual plan. So again, you can just glance at it and you're like, I know what I'm doing. Boom. Okay. So when you feel unclear, it's like a Tuesday. You're like, what am I working on today? You can look at your plan and ask yourself, what can I do today that's going to move me towards that? That decision that I made back on December 4th of 2023, I already made the decision. It eliminates, it's like the decision fatigue thing, right? Instead of just waking up every day and being like, okay, what are we doing today? Hey, life, throw it at me. Let's see how I respond. You made your decision about what matters you decided back in 2023. So when you walk into your office, you look at that plan and you say, what do I need to do today to take a step towards that? You do that every day over the course of the 12 months, you are not going to be in a different, you're going to be in a completely different place. Like, unrecognizable. And it might not be every day. I get it. You know, there's plenty of days that I don't even get make it to my desk for any number of reasons. Remember, your plan is flexible. Your plan, your sticky notes can move around. We can change the whole plan. 
But what I want for you is to not abdicate that responsibility of you still need a plan, right? Having no plan is planning to fail. I believe that because you will just be reacting all year long. And I promise there's such a better way. So I cannot wait to see you at Year on the Wall. It's happening on December 4th. If you can't be there live, it's perfectly okay. There is going to be a replay, which is yours to keep, along with the workbook and the bonus, which is my 48 topic idea generator for those of you who are going to be creating any kind of content in the new year, whether that's writing emails, podcast, YouTube, blog, social, any of it. It can work for any of those things. LinkedIn is another example. So you get all of that for 47 bucks. It's pretty awesome. You can go to yearonthewall.com. I cannot wait to see you there. This is my Super Bowl. It is my like last hurrah of my business year. It is such a fun and incredible and inspiring, uplifting way to end the 20, end 2023 and take us into next year with so much confidence and clarity. So I'd love to see you there, yearonthewall.com pop it over into Instagram and say hello to me. If you do have your ticket, send me a DM. I'd love to just celebrate with you and tell you how excited I am to have you with me. I'm at Hey Steph Crowder on Instagram. All right, my friends, I will talk to you soon. And until then, I'm wishing you the courage and the clarity to go after what you love.